How's it going, everybody? Thank you for coming back and joining us here on Parents vs. Gaming. We're super excited. And you know what? This week, we have uh, a couple of guests. So we've got The Holy Man and Wildish Mama. So we're super excited for that. But, of course, I'm James. I'm the 3J Gamer. And we've got Kia. <laughs> that was good timing, right? I waited timing. for you to take a drink on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Kia Kane over here, of course, our, my co-host here. Uh, Kia, how's your week been? What are you playing? Uh, it's been crazy. Uh, <laughs> I took Tuesday off as a mental health day for myself. Um, so I didn't stream Tuesday. I streamed a little bit Thursday, not too long. I still wasn't feeling the best. Um, and then I actually streamed for over uh, 10 hours yesterday. Uh, <laughs> what were you playing? I played a little bit of Dragon Age Inquisition in the beginning since we missed Star Story Day on Tuesday. Whoa, so I played whoa, a little bit of Dragon whoa. Age. What happened to and Fable? Then, I know, I didn't play Fable because I missed Dragon Age, so I wanted to I wanted my people to be able to still see their story on Tuesday, so we played it on Saturday <laughs> instead. And then we played Apex and we did a little bit of ranked. Um there was a few uh, angry moments. <laughs> <laughs> as there tends to be um who was so, the crew who was the crew running apex uh me uh one of my moderators adzi and uh one of my new friends sammy uh we have all been uh running they are my crew that i run with um and ranked on apex there you go so there you go but yeah so yeah so for my week, it's been a little bit crazy. I jumped into still playing tons of Escape from Tarkov. Obviously, it's mm -hmm. the first wave. There's all these events going on right now, so we're still trying to figure it out. You can hey, see uh, Ender and uh, myself, and we've added, he's come over from console finally, Master Shadows, who's one of our uh, podcast hosts hey. on the anime channel. Has he? He is PC now. He still has his Xbox, of course, like the rest of us, awesome. but he... Uh, uh, PC, so he's jumped in, and then of course Wright, who I was always doing uh, um, Warzone with, is playing mm -hmm. with us as well, so it's very interesting to go from a lot of solos and duos in Tarkov to now we're trying to roll four deep, and the amount of times we've killed each other is not good. <laughs> Just not good. Either someone's running off on their own, or someone stops communicating, because I don't know uh, if, if you guys ever played it, but there's no there's no icons. You don't If you don't know who your team is, and you're not commenting, like constantly um, communicating you have no idea where your teammate is so yeah. you think like and you have to make like quick decisions so you think and then next thing you know you're killing him um but i've had uh, some small areas it's definitely not all my fault as ender has graciously joined the chat now thank you very yeah, much see, ender see um <laughs> i believe you're the person that last killed someone on our team i mean it was a great shot but he dropped him if you want to see a good clip on uh i'm ender tv he has uh, he has a short of it. He turns around the corner and he goes, "I see him," and he shoots him. And all you hear is right say, "Oop, I'm dead." And then you hear, oh, "Shit, my bad. That was me." <laughs> yeah. That happened so many times in Tarkov. I, I don't play myself, but I've seen a lot of TV yeah, kills on it. Yeah, so it was it was pretty funny. And we were doing a challenge as well, where it was. Uh, like if anyone in the, we started just a knife. So the challenge was try to go map to map to map, just starting with a knife. And then, and then if anyone in the squad died, we had to start all the way over at the first map. And we were in the second map when this happened. So that was how we wiped ourselves that time. Uh, but it's been pretty fun. And then in the, 
in term as as uh, a lot of times you only have that like you know 30 40 minutes to game a game like tarkov you don't really want to jump in by the time you set up your inventory and jump in and wait for the lobby to start so ender and i decided to give fortnite a chance Mm-hmm. To which, well, now they've got a zero build mode. They do. And the funny thing is, Ender doesn't really like third person games. He doesn't like third person shooters. He can't play PUBG. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, won't play things like The Division. And he actually, we actually found ourselves having a lot of fun. Uh, we're somewhat better than we thought we were until we run into someone that that's all they play. And then you're humbled very quickly. Uh, but it ran is into uh, a six year old. Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone our age, we killed no problem. As soon as we ran into like a five-year-old, it was over. Like they just, just, um, so that's been my guilty pleasure this week is jumping into, you know, one of the games that kind of kicked off a lot of the battle rails that, uh, you know, Fortnite and PUBG, of course, but enough about us, Kia. We've got two brand new guests that you've kind of reached out, started to make some connections. So we've got from Twitch TV, both of them, The Holy Man and Wildish Mama. Now, you guys are married, correct? Absolutely. And it's Holy Man and then Alex, I believe, is what you prefer to go by. Now, tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourselves. Uh, You know, have you guys been playing games your whole lives? Are you streaming? You know, what's the deal? Well, I have been a gamer ever since I was a little kid. Um, We started on Atari. My dad brought home an Atari and... I vaguely remember that, you know, with Pong and what was the other one? It was, um, I don't know if it was Snake or like a Caterpillar. I don't know. One of those weird ones like that. Uh, But then I really got into it on the Nintendo. Um, Started with the simple stuff like Duck Hunt and Super Mario. But the one that really hooked me was Final Fantasy. The original Final Fantasy. That's when I really started to love gaming. I've been doing it a long time. Streaming wise, I've been streaming for... About two and a half years now, a little more than two and a half years, right before COVID hit. So, like November of 2019, I started. And it has been quite the roller coaster up and down ever since. It's It's been a blast, and I absolutely love it. And Alex, what about you? So, I wasn't allowed to have video games as a kid. My dad said they rotted our brain. So, I played with my best friend next door. <laughs> I started on the NES also. Mostly just Mario and... We had like the N64 and we played a lot of GoldenEye, Mario 64. I got some questions about GoldenEye soon, but you know, it's funny. A lot of us, we, we talk back and we're like, oh, Mario. And you know, uh, you're playing with Kane a lot lately and it makes me laugh. You know, he sits there and he plays Apex with you a lot, which is really, oh, really yeah. cool. But you got to mm-hmm. think, Alex, when you were playing Mario with your friend, it was annoying. The better someone got, like the more annoying it was because you had to wait. You weren't playing at the same time. You had to wait. And if someone got really, really yeah. good, you could be there all day. There was games at my friends. I don't know if you guys had this, but there were a couple of games that you weren't allowed to play if some if a certain person was at the house because you just no one else would get a turn. They could beat the whole game by themselves without dying. I like cheering for your friends to die just so you get a turn to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we did. We took turns. Yeah. Yeah. I was like me with my four siblings. I'm just waiting for one of them to die. <laughs> so now you guys are married. How many kids do you have? Two. Two. So how difficult is it being in a household, husband mm-hmm. and wife, you're both trying to stream? I think, uh, Holy Man, you said you're more of the close to a full-time, uh, well, part-time besides your normal job and then streaming on the side yeah. uh, more than Alex. But is it difficult? You know, how do you guys balance that? What's your What's your story and we'll kind of go on that. So... <clears throat> Well, first off, for right now, it's 
it's a lot nicer now because our kids are a little older. They're 8 and 11. So for the most part, they're self-sufficient. If you see me reaching around, it's because the dog's like really healthy. <laughs> I apologize. Well, I'm not doing anything creepy down here, guys. Just, just, your mind's out of the gutter. It's the dog. Um, but like they're self-sufficient. So it makes it a lot easier in that aspect. Uh, but back when I was first starting out with the streaming thing, trying to find a balance between work family time and streaming was really difficult because you know if you want to grow with streaming there's a lot of off stream things you have to do between putting out the content supporting other small streamers and content creators and everything in between so trying to find the balance i definitely struggled with at first uh we had a, a few arguments about it i won't be shy about that i got myself into some trouble <laughs> uh stepped back for a little bit reevaluated everything and i think the biggest thing that helped was now when I set my schedule, when I'm trying to figure out what it is I want to do, go to her first. While she does stream herself, she doesn't have a schedule. No. So I'm the one with the schedule. I'm the one that's really pushing for it and really trying to grow. She does it on the side for fun. She's actually gotten into uh, doing some gardening streams because that's, that's her passion is gardening right now. So she does the IRL streams. Oh, that's cool, actually. Yeah, they're my, fun. I like I've been them. I've been trying to push her to do that for a while now. I'm glad she started. I might, I might have to I might have to hit her up for some garden secrets. Yes, there you go. She's yeah. starting her own business. <laughs> that's that, that's I so think awesome. Because I I plan on uh, so our new place that we're moving to has a bigger area for us to be able to make a bigger garden than what we have. And my son wants to make a bigger garden because he loves to grow vegetables and fruits and he wants awesome. to grow all these things and i'm like all right we got to figure out how <laughs> we're gonna do this <laughs> i mean i love to i love to garden too so but um definitely have to check that out next time you do it yes for sure but yeah it's it's been a huge help uh sitting down and planning things out with her anytime i want to plan out a special stream i go to her I say, hey, when can we fit this in? When do I have time? Because in reality, she's the schedule keeper. She, like she's literally the family schedule keeper. So I don't know when things are going on. She does. So Alex, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out. I know I didn't prep you on this, but I'm kind of interested based on this conversation here. So at Parents First Gaming, if if anyone goes back and watches other episodes, we've brought on a therapist on the show. We've brought on uh, uh, professionals that have dealt with uh, gaming addiction and things like that. And we've also tried to help at times and work with people that, you know, whether the husband games or the wife games and the other one hates it. When, when he says that you've had some arguments, do you want to share a little bit kind of what that was like and how you got through mm -hmm. them? And I, like, I, like I said, if it's uncomfortable, we don't have, have to talk to about shy. it, but it, de it definitely helps other people to, you know, to understand, you know, did you ever get to a point where you kind of understood that he really wants to do this and you're trying to be supportive, but where, where was the line? Like how, how did you balance that? Well, it was mostly just that it was taking up all of his time when he was not working. He was on game streaming, playing. It was just a lot. Just well, I think most of it was that, uh, when I wasn't streaming, I was in other streams yeah. trying to support other people as best I could. Yeah. And that's where it really took toll and took a lot of time yeah we, you know because you're on your phone all the time watching mm -hmm. people not focused on family okay. time yeah it's uh, I mean, it, it's easier now because he does it three days a week we play together two out of those three and it's, and it's I, I try to set aside time to do the networking part of it yeah mm -hmm. right so i'm not on it all the time now so 
uh, the days that I, I cut back to three days streaming so that I could spend a little bit more time uh, supporting the rest of the community. So those off days from streaming, I'll try to hop into other people's streams for like an hour or two hours, but it's not like it's all I'm doing. Like there are times where I'll, where I'll disconnect completely. And I, it's it's almost like I feel bad for not being able to get around to everyone's streams. Yeah, as absolutely. Often. Mm-hmm. But I let them know. I'm like, listen, and the same goes for, for you guys as well. Like, you don't have to always be in my stream. I will never expect people to always be in my stream because it is so rare for people to make a living out of this. While some of us are really pushing and really want want to make it like either a side gig or a full time gig, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. So you really have to you have to set your goals realistically. So it as is. long as you can look at it like that, that's that's the way to go about it. Yeah, I will definitely say it's difficult. I mean, my, myself starting this podcast network, it's a lot, you know? So it's like I get off my normal job and I come upstairs and I get on the computer room and sometimes I game on the side or in between while I'm editing something and it's just processing or I'm trying to organize everybody. And it's like, hey, guys, do you want to all record a bunch of podcasts and use your own time? And I'm not going to pay you. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll grow. Maybe somebody will go viral and maybe something will come out of it. And then on top of that, I'm also trying to be a streamer plus a dad. You know, I have shared custody with my own son and my fiance. We live together now and she's got two girls or two girls still living in the house anyways, three overall. Um, and, and it does. It, it, it is extremely difficult to balance. And after all of that, Everyone is saying, hey, "Listen, Ender, you're part owner. You know we're not getting paid." Um, so, <laughs> so you're uh, for those listening. Uh, we are we do record these live on Twitch.tv uh, slash the Three J Gamer, and uh, if you want to jump into the comments and stuff, uh, you can always be on there. But if if you notice, uh, Holy Man, one thing I left out of there is I I mentioned all the stuff that I'm trying to do myself, and I didn't leave any time to networking other people i mean i'm lucky i I try to jump into kia's stream once or twice a week and then i'll try to jump into enders when i'm not on at night and i'm you know luckily he streams super late and then a lot of the other people i've i've tried to to jump in and it it really is hard to to find that extra time to to balance how to network so then you start wondering like well should i keep doing this i don't know if i have the time to network if i'm not going to network in other people uh, and other people's streams, how am I going to get people to follow our stream? And then you, like, like you're saying, you almost feel guilty that you can't be there and you just have to be mm. open and honest. And I think when you come across the parent streamers, they get it, right? There are weeks yeah. that it seems like you're everywhere. And then three weeks will go by and you're lucky if you even get to stream yourself. Yeah, I've had weekends, like full weekends, where I have not gone to anything. Uh, like I don't stream Fridays or Saturdays anymore. And I've had, I think the last two or three weekends, I might have visited a stream for 20 minutes. That was it. And it's probably going to end up that way again come summertime here. Because yeah. we get we get really busy. We're out and about a lot. We don't have a whole lot of time at home. And, like, you know, you, you feel bad for not being able to do it. But uh, the people who you've really connected with, they understand. I say, I feel mm. like the community that you're building which I absolutely love being in and a part of, and I may not be very active in there and I apologize, but I'm not very active in a lot of discords just because it just gets to be too much sometimes. Um, And I know as parents, you understand that sometimes it's, it's just, it's just hard to be everywhere at one point, one time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like your community is really just really supportive and amazing. And I think they understand that. Um, So I originally (laughs) met the Holy man through TikTok. Um, 
I am still, I don't know, I'm still getting used to TikTok and stuff like that, but I do post noob. my clips and stuff. Yeah, I know, I'm such a noob. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but scrolling through and seeing a lot of his clips, I started um, kind of like stalking his TikTok and like watching, and I try mm -hmm. to comment and like when I can and stuff like that. And um, eventually I did make it over to his Twitch page and I did follow through there. Um, but I, I watched him on TikTok for a little while before I actually decided to like go give him a follow and actually sit in and watch his streams um, just because I loved his content that he was making. So um, and I'm sure that's exciting to hear, a right? Gaming parent. Absolutely. <laughs> like drawing, drawing someone so, from one medium and, and bringing them over from a completely yeah. different platform, I think is, is justifies the time you put in to do it. I never thought that TikTok would be my biggest tool for growth. It really has been. If it's I can crazy. give, if I can give everybody one piece of advice on the TikTok thing, like I listen, I don't get a whole ton of views on my TikToks, but the one thing I can tell you is don't just post clips to TikTok. Don't just post clips like your gameplay clips because there's so many different videos out there that are just the same. Mm -hmm. What you want to post on TikTok is what your personality is like on stream. So like I, I don't post like squad wipes or great shots that I get in Apex or anything like that. I try my best to post the funny moments where everybody had a good laugh or like I've got all these ridiculous challenges for Apex on my stream that mm -hmm. people make me do and I, love I try those, to share those. Way. I love those. I really do. It's so <laughs> much fun. So great. I figure Especially if I'm not the singing gonna... one. That one's oh, great. Yes. That's <laughs> new. That one's new off of a build a challenge that I became a permanent it. challenge. It's you guys love it. He she doesn't. Does not. I know. But, oh my god. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and and I try to I try to share tips and advice that has worked for me. Like I'm not I'm not a pro gamer. I'm not a partnered streamer or anything like that. And all yeah. I can really share is the, the kind of things that have worked for me recently. Yeah. So, you know, you really want to let people see who you are and not just your gameplay. Because most of the time when people come to your streams, they're coming for the personality. They're not coming yeah. to watch your game. No, yeah. we've got... I, um, I, I, I want to read the chat here for you. Holy man, we've got a, a, a comment, I, I believe, directed to you guys. It says, kudos, this is from Alaskan Wolf. Kudos to these two. I work full-time and my wife has two jobs. We have a homestead and a five-year-old. I can't remember the last time we gamed and I haven't streamed in almost a year now. Wasn't a game streamer, had a morning show during work. Um, but these two have found an amazing balance. So, I mean, it definitely can get noticed by people just the way you guys work it out. So kudos to you, Alex, to helping balance that out and find it the right way. And, and you guys seem to have a great plan together. Now, one thing, uh, another thing we talk a lot about on the show is whether kids should stream, whether kids should game, what you allow them to game. Now, being gamers yourselves, you might, you may or may not be a little bit more lax. I've come across gamer parents that, like, don't let their kids play certain things or someone like Kia that lets, you know, Kane shoot people. No. Yeah. I'm just teasing, Kia. He only hey. can play with you. I'm just hey. teasing. So, yeah, but my question true. to he you guys, <laughs> my question to you guys is, how do you guys handle that with your kids? Are they even interested in gaming? What's... What's yes. it like? What ages do you have? Do you do you want to take it first? I don't know if your ideas on the whole streaming thing are different than mine. I don't want Eli to stream. At all? Mm, maybe when he's like 15 or 16, but <laughs> not like 13. That's too young. Yeah, like, he doesn't have the like emotional maturity to be a streamer yeah. mm -hmm. at all. Cause... No, how old are they? Person. How old are they again? 
and 11. Eight, eight, eight and 11? 11 yeah. Okay. Now, do they both play video games? Yes. yes. Okay. What do they, what do you, what do they play and what do you let them play? Mostly Fortnite yeah. and they play Apex. They've gotten into Apex recently. They um, probably my killed st- us, Ender. My <laughs> son is fantastic good. at Fortnite. Yeah. Fantas- he's actually really good at Apex, too. He's probably about as good as me he at Apex. He has a higher KD than you. Yeah. Well, he just started. I have I to say, if, my if he team. just started. Wow, you got real defensive better. there. I see how Alex <laughs> throwing in some jabs. Hey, hey, I'm still a man of this house. <laughs> now. I got to hold my own. Got to hold down the fort. King of the castle, you know. But um, he was playing Skyrim at, how old was he? Like five or six the first time we let him try Skyrim. He beat Mario like the whole game on the Switch, remember? Oh, yeah, but we're talking about like violent I games. Know, but, oh, wow. <laughs> like what's what, what what would be a game out that's popular right now that you would you would say your, kids, your kid is not old enough to play yet that you would be hesitant? GTA. Oh, yeah. Auto, yeah. for sure. What Grand about Theft Call of Auto. Duty? Okay. 100%. Call no. of Duty is okay. Well, it's kind of a toxic. Well, yeah, when you online. get into the lobbies and stuff, I, yeah. I can get that. But I think I think I'm more along the lines of I want to keep them away from games that has have like more of the sexual content. Oh, like The Witcher. He can't. Play the that. Witcher. Yeah, we can't let him play The Witcher Three, even though it's an amazing game because of the the sexual content oh, in that. that. Like, the violence is one thing because, to me, video game violence is a little bit different. And he's a smart enough kid that he knows, you know, this isn't how real life works. But yeah. I, think, I think, like, the sexual content is a little more along the realistic lines. And I don't want him, <laughs> I don't want him seeing that kind of stuff. Now, we do have some parents that, listen, they've, they've written in as well. And you talk about letting them play the violent games, whether it's Call of Duty, I mean... Fortnite's very cartoony, but still you're shooting people. Uh, Apex, the same. So stuff like that. What's your... So you still have those parents out there that are like, you know, video game violence is translated over to, to real world. So when you say your kid's smart enough, he understands this is a video game world, um, and your daughter probably the same. H- how do you look at that as a parent, and, and what would be some advice to a parent that doesn't game at all, but notices that their kid likes to game? Maybe they're doing it to their friends because they don't let them do it at home, like Alex's parents. But like, yeah. <laughs> like, what's your advice to them? And you, you know, you know, because you hear in the news all the time, video games are the reason there was this shooting. Well, now, I might have a different idea on this because I was a gamer as a kid, right? So when we were gamers as a kid, <clears throat> they kind of said the same thing. You know, if there was, uh, what it was the Columbine, Columbine thing. Columbine was it. They blame Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson and video games and everything else. And like, I was six, seven, eight years old when I was playing games that you had to kill things and never thought, hey, I'm going to go out and start beating people up. Yeah. Like, I watched wrestling as a kid. I watched boxing <laughs> as a kid. Like, it never made me have violent thoughts at all so i guess reflecting back on my youth i i I know uh what's going through my own kid's mind because i know my own kid my kid's Mm. an intelligent kid and he understands the way the world works you know it's i guess that's the best thing i can say is i've been through it i've been through it as a kid now i'm going through it as an adult with my own kid and it's just a shared experience, I guess. So it would be... Like, go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. I never... Like, as a kid, I played games like... I mean, Goldeneye and stuff where you have to shoot people. And it definitely didn't carry over into my adulthood. 
I didn't think like, oh, I'm going to go find a golden gun and off these people. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I think, yeah, I guess it really does depend on your child. And, and if ours are the point where they're misbehaving at home, then we take a couple days off the video game. Let them disconnect and kind of chills because sometimes they really need it big time yep. I, I've had to do the same with Kane he's six and he there are times where he like I I have told him I was on stream I've been on stream before and he was doing something like him and him and my husband were playing and he got super upset over it and I said mm, no turn the video game off you're done for the no, night like you too you're taking a break you're done and then he's like oh but I'm so sorry I won't do it again so nope Okay, listen, chance, listen. No, and I'm, that's it. I want to jump in here a little bit about about people that get their kids getting upset because I'm looking at Holy Man. He's kind of almost trying not to laugh out loud. Listen, there's no way the three of you can look at me in the eye and tell me when you were a kid. Did did all of your parents play games? I think Kia's your did, right? No, my my dad played video. Games. Okay, my and Alex did didn't. But Holy Man, what about no. you? A little bit, very like, little, my, right? My dad actually played Final Fantasy before me. That's how I found out about Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah, okay, my dad so did too. He introduced me to it. My my question is, how many times did you throw a controller as a kid? Never. I don't it, think I did because it wasn't mine. No, no, but listen, what we can hear, like we gave we gave my my son a PlayStation Four for Christmas in hopes that he would run ranked with us on Apex eventually, <laughs> and then he made friends on there, and you know we were yesterday's news. But we can hear him slam his desk when he gets angry. She you looks at too. me. She looks at me. She's like. It's you. <laughs> but so now my question is, is do you think so? So a lot of parents, they'll, they'll freak out like Kia. As soon as King gets mad, you're like, no, sir. Like, no. And you stop it. Now, my, my, my question is, holy man, you're, you're like me. I've thrown controllers. I've been super mad, super angry. Now, my parents weren't super invested into paying attention what games I was playing. They didn't watch it. Of course, they didn't have to worry about, you know, GTA back when in the 80s. Right. You know, you didn't have sexualized video games. Yes. Well, that yeah, were easily fun. accessible. So it was a little bit different. But now parents are always watching. You're gamers, so you're watching your kids. Is it is it actually a problem? Or is it is it that you're just seeing it because you're more involved now and you don't know how to handle mm -hmm. it? Because, I mean, I'm sure, Holy Man, you feel like you were fine. You got mad and you got over it. But I don't think it made you a horrible person because you got mad at the game. So... What do you guys okay, think the on. difference is? I don't is? think it makes you a horrible person if you get mad at the video game. Okay? <laughs> Let's, hold on. No, get that no. straight. I'm not, not saying you individually. Person. I'm saying some, a lot of the masses, you know, you hear that. People that, that aren't into gaming, you're they'll say like... You're not a horrible like, person if you get mad at a video game. It's understandable. Especially if you're playing something competitive, like Apex, COD, uh, Fortnite. Like, anything competitive. Like, I completely understand getting mad. I've been mad. I've been frustrated. You go see my stream last night. <laughs> oh wow i got mad but i also don't sit there and well granted i'm on mouse and keyboard i don't i don't throw those either but um, well they're more expensive now let's <laughs> they are more expensive but point is is controllers can be are can be expensive and just as expensive if you get custom ones but growing up we had nintendo atari all that stuff we didn't throw any of those either why because my dad probably would have beat my butt. He said, those are expensive. If you're that mad over a video game, it is time to stop, take a break, and go take a breather. You need to relax. There's no reason to get that upset over a game. It's not real life. 
I mean, it's, yeah, but listen. It's not real life. It's not going to be the end of your world because you've died 10, 20 times. When okay? you're from it's Ohio okay. and a sports fan <laughs> outside of Ohio State, playing that sports game and getting your team to the championship might be the only championship your team sees. So to me, that was <laughs> okay, real life, well. trying to win a hockey championship or you know playing you know RBI baseball and trying to win the World Series. You know, I had, I had to go with what I had. Now, Ender says in the chat here, uh, I don't think we really grew up with competitive nature of the current games. When I was six to eight years old, I would get mad playing sports. It's, it's the same. We always had rules uh, that you get mad quick and let it go before you go back on the field and no throwing things. Uh, I will say the only time, the last time I threw a controller, I was probably like 11. And uh, I, well, it's not true, but one that I actually remember is because I chucked my NES controller and those things, listen, let's be honest, you could throw those against a brick wall. They weren't breaking, you know, now you drop a, you know, a scuff controller on the ground from your desk and it shatters into a million pieces, but the thing bounces off the wall, hits me in the head, knocks me out. So at a like big old bump, you know, like looking like a cartoon bump coming off. So, uh, and then I also had, a uh, uh, you know, my parents, if they heard you getting too loud or playing too much, man, they always bought the systems, but they just, they would get so, so mad, so mad mm-hmm. about it. <coughs> uh, but do you think that it's a, it's a, when your kids get mad, you know, what's your advice? Again, I want your advice to someone that isn't a gamer parent. They just, their kids play and they don't like games. So generally with our kid, um, I kind of, I kind of give him a chance because I understand the getting mad thing. So you hear him slam the desk once. All right, be like, oh yeah, he just, he thinks he just got boned in the game. You hear him yell once or twice. Okay, if it's, if it's a consistent thing, then I'll go in and I try my best not to embarrass him. So I'll, I'll walk in the room. I'll open the door. He'll hear me open the door, and I tell him, you, mute yourself, mm-hmm. so that I can talk to him and not embarrass him when he's with his friends. And uh, I tell him, I'm like, listen. You got to calm down. You got to chill out or you got to get off. All right. I understand you're mad. Relax. I've been through it. Relax. Take a breath. It's just a game. You're not losing anything. We'll get them the next game. Um, so that, I mean, that's the best advice I would have is, is let it go for a minute or two. But if it's a consistent thing, uh, try to go in calmly, quietly, get them to mute their mic. If they're on a team game, Don't embarrass them because that's, I, that's like the worst thing, I think. I used to hate getting embarrassed, uh, especially in front of my friends and just approach it calmly. Be like, all right, I understand you're mad, but you got to relax. What about you, Alex? Um, I try also because I, I play, so I try (laughs) to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I, I understand, but if he's being like rude to his sister on there, sometimes we have to just make him get off. She might not have a desk to hit, but I hear her when I'm in here. I'm not streaming. I can hear her over there if I'm watching anime or something. So are she you gets- allowed? Are you allowed, gamer? I'm curious. I'm allowed. Um, I'm loud. I can be super loud, and my husband definitely gets- when I play Apex and I I can rage for sure. Yeah, I'm. And I'm I don't rage like gamer. people take it so seriously. Like I mostly just try to laugh. Most. I was gonna of say we because- we can laugh at it for the most yeah. part. That's a little me. angrier off stream, but I think that's laugh. that's me with uh, my team that I run with. Um, I'm usually the goofball in the in the in the thing. Now I can get mad. It happened last night, um, but I tend to laugh a lot and I cut up a lot, even in ranked. 
and yes, ranked serious, but <laughs> we cut up so much and there's always, we have the one team member. He's always serious and I love him for it. <laughs> but um, in fact, I've posted clips of it before where I couldn't speak. I was, I said something, I said, I was trying to say I had people on me and I said pepples instead of peoples. And mm -hmm. me and my buddy Adzi are dying of laughter. Mind you, we are in the middle of ranked, and there are like three or four teams around us. We're in this tiny little building. And me and Adzi are in a corner laughing our butts off. And you hear Sammy in, in there going, I'm nading, I'm nading. Valk's one shot, Valk's one shot. Dead serious. He is completely serious. Me and Adzi are laughing the whole time. We're, we are of no help. <laughs> like, we are of no help. <laughs> We, we played ranked tonight, and I have a challenge, James, called the pacifist challenge, where my entire squad is not allowed to engage in a fight the entire match. And I'm running, I'm running my challenges in ranked this season, so we ran around the entire match with nothing but heels on us. I love it. And that just, that just shows you how serious Second we place. are. Second place. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, I, see, I see Ender said, uh, that's the same advice you give to kids in sports, and... That's 100% yeah. true because I'm coaching my son's little league team this year, and I actually had to talk to a few of the kids the other night in one of our games because uh, we lost by a run, and these kids are so hard on themselves, man. Mm. They get they so are. angry. I got to remind them. I'm like, listen, man, it's all right. You're good. Relax. Take a deep breath. Calm down. Go back in and get it. Let's go. They really are. That's the reason why I have to tell Kane to take breaks. You, you laugh at me, but I have to tell him because he's really hard mm. on himself. Um, he'll, he'll go off the deep end. And be like, I suck. I'm horrible. And I'm like, dude, you're six years old. And you just, like, almost wiped yeah. the whole squad. Like, chill. <laughs> like, like um, it's okay. It's not a big deal. We but, do um, here in the Twitch chat, we got a couple other comments. Yes. We've got Fire Exit Gaming says, Wildish is super loud Adzi. when she plays Apex. There you uh, go. Adzi does stop by and says, kills potato. Kia's potato, Kia's potato team teammate here. Waves. Yeah. Uh, for those yeah, that are listening that don't know a lot about uh, gaming, if you are called a potato, you basically cannot aim or hit the side of a barn. Uh, yep, Ender, Ender also says, uh, well, last time I played Mario Kart with my six-year-old, she beat me, looked at me, and said, deal with it, sweetheart. I was, he was so mm -hmm. proud. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. Deal with it. I mean, Listen, Mario Kart's brutal. Mario Kart's made to, to help those kids beat you, but we're all we're all super competitive at that. Um, Kia, so... so you know, you you kind of, you know, you, you told the story about meeting them through TikTok and going yeah. across, and then tell us a little bit how you, how the how you got them here and and what went down. You um, kind of taking the reins all this, so I want to give you some credit here. I I, I did because I know we've been kind of looking to see if we can get some more parents in here for the podcast and. Um, Watching him through TikTok and um, a lot of that getting discovered is also your hashtags. Um, granted, when I was a kid, that's not what we called those things. Pound sign. Pound sign. Pound sign um, gamer. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of times when you hashtag things, um, you, you know, like me, I, I tag mine with, you know, parent gaming, um, parents, ga parent gamers, uh, parent streamers, like stuff like that to discover. Um, so I can get discovered by people that are similar that have the same type of things going on in their life. Um, and so I can connect with them and that's how I found him. And, um, I just really started commenting on a lot of his videos because I enjoyed the content, the laughing, the, the having fun, the, 
the amazing moments that you actually see that are just like, oh, I can't believe I pulled that off. Um, and it was a lot of fun being able to be there and see a lot of those on TikTok. And then eventually, like I said, I did make the switch and I popped into his stream. Um, I said, hi. Um, and I also, at one point, you know, I joined his discord and I reached out to him and asked him about maybe doing a podcast, joining our podcast. Cause I also saw that he does a podcast as well. And I said, well, would you be interested in joining and doing a podcast with us, um, joining our podcast for a guest spot and see, like just kind of get them out there as well because he streams and his community is actually very loving. And I love being in his streams when I can be a lot of times though, I am lurking. I can't, I can't always be there hundred percent of the time. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like started talking to him and then I was like, Hey, you know what? I really like these people. I think they'd be amazing fit for us. <laughs> <laughs> to have them come in and, and join. So No, yeah. Kia told me about you guys. I was super excited to have you guys. I'm super excited that you guys are here. And if you guys are listening on the audio on, on the audio podcast platforms, uh, keep in mind, you can reach out to these guys, twitch.tv slash theholyman. That's T-H-E-E, holyman. And then you've got twitch.tv slash wildishmama. And it sounds like she does a lot of gardening in real life streams. So for those of you who haven't checked those out, uh, they do sound like awesome people to check out. Now for you, holy man, you know, you see TikToks and you see streamers constantly talking about don't jump into someone's stream and let them know you're a streamer. Don't jump into someone's stream and talk about other content ideas or collaborating with them. So Key is reaching out to you. Are you just looking at it this like what is going on? Are you pretty open to people talking? You know, what, what's your take on, on how all this works? So <clears throat> on Twitch, there are millions of streamers. Uh, and I would... I would bet that at least 90 to 95% of the viewers in my channel are other streamers. So the only thing that I, that I tell people that you shouldn't do is hop into someone's stream and say, Hey guys, I'm going live now. You should come watch me or, Hey, I got to go. Cause I'm getting ready to go stream. That to me is self promo. When people come in and talk about their projects or say, Hey, you do a podcast, I do a podcast too. That's awesome. We have something to talk about now. Because I'm not, I'm not some big streamer. I'm just a dad who works full time. I come on and I hang out with people. And, you know, I, I ask people about their streams all the time. Right? It's how we connect. It's something we all have in common. So I never discourage people from talking about that sort of thing in my chat. And I try, I try my very best to acknowledge people as soon as they jump into my chat. As soon as you say something, I want to respond to you, which is part of the reason my gameplay is really lacking, which is why my KD is really low. Because Alex, do you like see what he just did right there? Do you see how he tried to like deflect the comment that you threw out? He's been for 20 minutes finding a way <laughs> to justify the comment you said earlier in the podcast. Man, an elephant never forgets. <laughs> <all right? laughs> but, but no, like... <laughs> With with streaming, man, like I'm I'm all about the interaction. I could care less about my gameplay. If I could interest people with just chatting streams, I would do it. But I mean, the gameplay is fun too because I get to do it with my wife. So when people come in, if if they want to talk to me about podcasts, let's do it. Do you have a, a a nice stream coming up? A special stream you got going on? Some kind of subathon? Anything fundraiser stream? Let's talk about it. What kind of podcasts are you into? Hey, you guys like anime? Anything you want to talk about? Let's talk about it. It gives us a way to connect. 
So tell us a little bit about your podcast. Go ahead and listen. We, w- we want you to come on the show and we want you to promote. We want people to, to be able to find you. What do you guys, talk, what do you guys talk about? Y'all are just like me. So <clears throat> I have two. Right? So I started uh, a podcast probably almost a year and a half ago now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's almost two years now with my best friend of 20 plus years. It's called Nonsense and Deep Thoughts. Um, for the longest time, we wanted to, to do something type of show where we talked sports and whatnot because both very much into sports and have been for a long time uh, we grew up playing sports together uh, and it ended up uh, it ended up being where we finally decided to do the show all we had was a laptop and a gaming headset and uh, no microphone no nothing and it turned out to be not a sports show so this came about after we started streaming so our first episode we ever did was on gaming and streaming and from there we both like to listen to joe rogan so we kind of tried to model it after his show where each week it's whatever is on our mind whatever we want to discuss we just chat about it and we ended up uh at our 20 something episode no don't pick her up (laughs) at our 20 something episode we uh started bringing on guests and that ended up being really fun too so that one we just did another episode finally got back into it today so, but that's all over the place um recently i started doing a show every week on my twitch channel i call holy's confessionals the original idea with that was to try to showcase members of my community that uh i feel don't really get a whole lot of traffic through their channels um, now, is this, a, a, is this great... a Twitch-only podcast, or do you have audio format on it, too? Do, I do put it out on Spotify and YouTube as well. <clears throat> so when, when I upload, I upload through Anchor. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you, you know the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to follow your stuff right now while you're talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. so <clears throat> what I really wanted to start, th- this show has been ever-evolving. It started out as trying to showcase members of my community because I think they're amazing. They're super supportive, and a lot of them don't really get a whole lot of traffic. So I thought if I bring them onto my show, I, I generally have a good amount of people coming through mine. They'll get to see these people, get to see their personalities, and they get to go visit them. So started out that way. Then I decided, well, I'll bring on someone from my community, and then I'll reach out to someone from another community as well and try to bring communities together. So... I really, my ultimate goal is to bring multiple communities together uh, and try to make like one, one big community out of it to have one central discord for everyone to connect with. So you're not trying to keep up with 20, 30, 40 different discord servers because I never really wanted to have a server to myself. I thought it was so much work. It's so I much. Finally it's, have a, it's so much work. It's so hard. It's so hard. And it's so hard to keep up with every other server you're in. But I, I have solid mod team now <clears throat> that has great ideas. They're super supportive, and they've helped build this community so much in the last few months that I feel like I can try to push what I originally had planned for that server. So that became the second idea. And now, if you go back and listen to last week's episode, um, I had a member on named 13Vibes, X-I-I-I Vibes. And she is super into paranormal stuff. And she uh, she says that she can commune with spirits and the other side. And we had an incredible conversation. 
and it started to get a little deep at the end and we got into some religious beliefs and stuff like that and like man aside from just the whole streaming side of this let's just get to know some of these streamers on a personal level but like i'm i'm really hoping we can get into some really deep thoughtful meaningful conversations on there now i can say I, I, that i was there for part of that and i absolutely loved it it was it was great so much fun so, yeah you know it's, it it's funny it, it's kind of the same way we've grown this i've been doing this for a little over a year now and I actually, and it sounds like you have a lot of interest in stuff that we do. So I'm sure some of our other shows would love to have you as a guest. We have a anime podcast. We have a horror movie and TV show podcast. We have the parents versus gaming. We have last choice Gamecast Cause everything is under, uh, I did the whole LLC a company name and everything. Last choice network. We have a website that just went up. Um, and then we've got the scav report podcast where Ender does, uh, that's a Tarkov thing that we started and we've started to grow that a little bit. And then there's a couple other things slowly in the works. And it's funny because the other two people that, that started the company with me, U.S. Bobber, who is supposed to be on Parents versus Gaming, but apparently is too busy. Who but is not also trolling but us. But not busy and not chat. too busy to, to not be able to troll in the chat a little bit, talking about he's going live right now. It doesn't even stream. Um, but he is, he is a football coach and he, he's super busy all the time. So I understand that. And, uh, but we're, we're kind of all over the place and, and it's just, like I said, you, you want to grow. And it's funny. That's how I met, uh, uh, us Bobber and I started this a little over a year ago, just us. We had no idea what we were doing. I, I mean, he was literally recording. I, I taught myself how to do OBS. He was recording straight from his phone. I would pull it up on discord and just record the video feeds. And if you were to look at some of the first parents, first gaming episodes, man, the backgrounds and just the way that it looked, it, it was, it was bad. And then, uh, you know, I, I met, uh, we had Jordan with us for quite a long time. And in the middle of that, uh, we met Kia and we met some, you know, we've come across good and bad over the year where we've met some people yeah. that have, uh, were, were here and now they're not, and not a part and you kind of weed out. Right. And I'm sure you've, you've come across the same thing. You've got people that seem really, really cool right at the beginning and then either they're only in it for themselves or they're not ready to commit, which is fine. I mean, again, all the stuff you're doing, no one's getting paid, right? This is all extra time that we're trying to do. Of course, yeah. we, we, that's the goal. We want it to grow. We want it to be something. But uh, uh, I do think that it's, that it's a huge challenge. And it, it's honestly, it, just listening to you talk, it was like a big weight off my shoulders. Like, wow, I'm not the only crazy person out there trying to put something <laughs> yeah. together. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure some of the stuff, it makes me laugh every time you mention anime stuff. I'm like, man, they'd probably love to have you on the episode to talk about. We've got uh, about four different hosts that kind of rotate through and, and, and pump out some episodes there. I, it's funny, I'll edit the episode and I'll text them. I'll be like, I have been editing this episode for 30 minutes and listening to you talk. Honestly, they might as well be talking Mandarin because I don't understand anything <laughs> that they're talking about. Like if, if there was a topic that they talked about that should be edited out, I would have no clue because I have no idea. Then you've got U.S. Bobber who all he wants to do is go on the show and, and talk about tentacles because he, he finds that part crazy. So there's... It's just, you know, it's crazy the things oh. you get into. And then what's funny is the one that we're trying to organize the most, which is our horror podcast, we put all this effort, Ender and I, we talk about this all the time, we put all this effort into all these other podcasts, making the overlays look great, promoting the crap. The least promoted podcast is the horror podcast, and it averages almost 200 downloads a week. And we're like, That's really good. And they haven't even recorded an episode in a month. 
<laughs> and they're still averaging those numbers. It's crazy. Uh, but uh, it, it's like I'm you find like your niche. But I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and keep watching horror. I'm terrified of that stuff. So it's not like I can just keep going. So again, you just got to try to find that motivation for people. But it, it is really exciting to hear that that you're trying to build something too. Hopefully, we can. You know, I'd love to to talk to you off off camera, maybe a little bit, and see see if what we can do to to help each other out. But where else? Where else can people find you? Is it just Spotify or do you have Apple Podcasts as well? So nonsense and deep thoughts. <clears throat> I got on to Anchor back before Spotify bought. So um, it's it, they, they distributed it to multiple platforms. They distributed to uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and a few others, I think. And I put that one up on uh, YouTube as well. Uh, but as for Holy's Confessionals, that is, uh, you can find me on Twitch. We're doing Wednesday nights now for that live. And then it's on Spotify and YouTube. But the YouTube would be under The Holy Man. It's got its own little separate folder over there on the Holy Man page. Now, Alex, let's talk about these IRL streams a little bit before we let you guys go for the night. What's, what's, uh, what got you into them? How do you set it up? How's, how do you find it working? Um, so the first time I did it, I kind of like threw together a little tripod using like something that he had and I just stuck it in the garden. I moved it around with me as I weeded the garden beds and I just talked. Um, and then I ordered a little, my own tripod and that works much better. Um, I just set it up in the garden. I plant, I just talk and I like weed the garden. I plant, I just talk about whatever people want to talk about in the garden. I give advice. Um. And that's stuff that you're trying to charge money for. You're giving yeah. to people for free on Twitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, before um, you said tripod, I was just picturing Holy Man like walking around with like an <laughs> iPad, like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, like, standing over had, top of you <laughs> in the garden. She had my old. She had my old ring light the first time she did it. Oh and it, yeah, that's what it. It kept falling over, and I told her I was like, just fold the legs together and slam it right into the soil. You'll be fine. That'll be all right. Now we've got U.S. Bobber in the chat says, any suggestions on how to get my carrots bigger? I don't know. Mine were terrible last year, but the years before that, <laughs> they were beautiful. I don't know. I don't know if that was a... Uh... You could watch a certain type of video if you want. <laughs> this is true. Mine's always in the gutter. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so I'm, is his. Don't be sorry. I'm 100% certain U.S. Bobber was right there with you. If he was on, he was if he was right on the show you. tonight, I already, I can, Key and I can already attest. If he was on the show, Key and I, I wouldn't get a word in. It would just be you two talking back and forth. It'd be me, me, Key, and Alex just sitting back like this. Probably like <laughs> you guys would, our you heads, guys would be laughing, running. Just going. Yeah, he's already asking if they're orange pills. You can paint them orange if you want. Make it look like a little tic tac. If you want to, but I don't know if that paint would taste good. <laughs> Food coloring. You like that candy coating. Just can't go pro. I bought like a. I don't even know what my tripod is for. I don't know. It's very small, but I can. It's for put a it phone. At ground level. It's pretty cool. But yeah, it's for. It's for it's my. It's for phone. your yeah. phone. That's fun though. Oh, and do you find, do you find, how, how do you d handle the engagement on it? As, if people are chatting with you, are you constantly looking back at it? What, how, do, how does that work? Um, We're we all just, spoiled, yeah, right? We just look at a monitor. Every little bit. Yeah, I just, it's hard on the phone because you have to, it's pretty small. 
I have to wear my sun hat, otherwise I can't read it because it's so it's so hard to see outside. But I mean, it worked really well. I need to do some more of them. It's just the weather doesn't cooperate, and some days I get too busy with the kids because we homeschool. I homeschool the t- our two kids. What I homeschool? I homeschool my son too. So I understand how that is. Yeah. So some it's days it's like way. we can get it done early. And <laughs> I also work part time, so it's like kind <clears throat> of balance streaming kids work. You know. Yeah, she's more she's more the one that struggles with trying to get her streams in. With being, I you know, am the not parenting. very schedule oriented. Besides work, I like I organization. Just kinda go with the flow. Not all the time. Better um, than you don't homeschool. Yeah, I'm being told it's better I don't do any homeschool. Listen, I'm very spoiled. <laughs> my my son's mother is she owns her own preschool and runs her own curriculum. So, oh, that's very good. very very lucky and very fortunate in, in that really for good. sure. Um. Yeah. So Kia, what questions do you have before we before we keep them up past their their bedtime here? They're past their bedtime. <laughs> I don't really have any questions for them. Um, I just, I just, I just enjoy hearing other people that have the same kind of like lifestyle. Like when he said that she homeschooled, I was like, "What? I homeschool? Like that's <laughs> like I was what?" <laughs> I'm not there, the crazy people person. out there like me. <laughs> so you're just now feel, you're just now finding that out, Kia. I'm not the only crazy person. <laughs> no. I actually have a lot of people that are like, I'm not going to send them back to school next year. I'm like, no, it works for us. So we're just going to keep yeah. doing it. And they're like, aren't you concerned? I, no, I'm not concerned. You know what? Actually, I do have a question. Did, how did you, how did, how did he feel about you homeschooling? Was he on board with it? Was he not? Like, oh, did yeah. he, okay. All right. I was yeah. curious about that because I know when I had, had Kane and the, uh, the older he got, I was like, mm, I think I'm going to just homeschool. And my husband was like, mm, I think you should just send him to school. Like, no, you should. He wasn't on board at first with homeschool at all. And um, then when COVID hit, um, he started, he started, well, he's like, and as crazy as things got, he said, maybe it is a good idea to just homeschool. He's like, actually, I think that's a good idea. So he got on board after that. Like, he was like, oh, okay, that's okay. But um yeah, so that's when we started too. They curious. went to public school. Yeah, see, he's school never he's never been, and so sometimes he struggles. Like he'll he'll, I'll tell him, okay, I need you to sit down. We're gonna do some schoolwork, and then he gets like upset with me because he's like, I'm like, it's an hour and a half. If you sit down and just get it done, like you have the rest of the yep. day to play. Like, dude, exactly. so like I was like, if you want, we can send you to public school, and you can sit at a desk for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> So. so when COVID when COVID first hit and they uh, they sent the kids home to do the virtual schooling <laughs> through the school, it was it was all online. Yeah, there was no writing. Like everything was all the curriculum was online. They, they didn't, didn't have, have books. no books. That's crazy. My kids struggled hard with that. Mm. So we decided we discussed it and we decided to pull them from the district. Yeah, and to go traditional homeschooling. There you go. And that worked out so much better because we got our curriculum guide. Yeah. Got them all the books. She set everything up. And like you said, an hour and a half to two hours worth of schoolwork. Physical paper, a pencil, books in front of them, reading the material. Done in an hour and a half to two hours. Beautiful. We do a lot of hands-on learning. Yeah. They help me in the garden. They're both learning how to grow their own food. Um, That's awesome. I'm trying to teach them how to cook, bake. I want them to have life skills not just that's how i 
that's how I am with Kane. He loves to help me in the kitchen. Um, he loves to garden. He loves to grow things as well. Um, so it's, I, you know, and it's somebody had said something because I have made friends that are like, I don't cook. And I'm like, what? They're like, I don't really know how to cook. And I'm like, you're my age. How do you not know how to cook? Their parents didn't teach him. I said, I will be damned if my son does not know how to cook. Yep. He will know how to cook for himself. Because I'm not going to raise a child that can't cook mm -hmm. and not be able to do for himself and expect somebody else to do it. Like, no, that's that's not that's not how that works. <laughs> like, so, world is not going to be giving you stuff out on a silver platter. Exactly. And, uh, so. In the chat, U.S. Bobber says, wouldn't it be better for them to be forced to learn in a digital environment since the world is now digital? I, I don't. I don't think so. Not as a, not as a full time thing. Um, aside from that, they're back. They're back in school now, so that's that's different in and of itself. But hey, learning computers and uh, learning that sort of thing is a good thing. But I don't think doing everything over the internet is good for them. Yeah, Alaskan says I still think kids need to learn basic skills. Uh, learning cursive. versus all just being digital, doing math without a calculator, um, writing and reading, writing cursive. Honestly, I feel like the biggest thing with that is um, how kids learn. Every kid is different. Um, I am a hands-on learner. Um, so, and, and not every kid's like that, but there are kids that are. And so something like that, virtual, like a virtual, that's not going to work for that kid. It's hands, if they need something hands-on and they can't have that, then you are literally setting them up for failure. So I feel like that is definitely that, yes, it can be good. But at the same time, if that child, that's not how they learn, you're setting them up to fail. You're, think, you're just setting them up to fail. That's all that is. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good part of it. It's a good part of the learning, but I don't think it should be solely. Old, like, I don't yeah. think that should be solely how they learn. We mix it in with our curriculum. We mostly do everything mm -hmm. with books. It's like we were starting to hear all these different things that were going on with the school district and, like, the things that they were pulling from the curriculum, they weren't telling the parents. Mm -hmm. So it's like... We wanted more control over knowing that our kids are learning things that they actually need to know. Mm -hmm. And just a lot of, it's, it's a lot, but, and we also are teaching cursive. Yes. And I see, yeah. I'm kind of trying to follow along in chat too with, with yeah. Bobber there. He said, cursive, is that still a thing? Uh, put it, it next to it writing is because, but unfortunately a lot of places have quit. A lot of schools have quit teaching cursive. Not every school, but a lot of them. The most important, I think the most important part about learning cursive is a lot of historical documents are written in cursive. Yeah. That's, that's how they wrote, that's how they wrote back then. Yep. Yeah. And that, and being able to sign your own name. I Does mean, that mean cursive should be moved from the English class to history class? <laughs> Might <laughs> need to be. I think they should teach, I think they should teach sign language from a young age too. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we should learn that and teach our kids. Yeah, my kid, my kid, his his mom teaches him sign. I got taught how to sign. Um, my mom actually had a had hired a deaf babysitter one time, and my deaf babysitter actually taught me how to sign when I was little. So I still know some of it, not very well though. Um, but I, that was really neat to to do and learn. So I definitely think it's worth it. Well, look here, guys. I knew the, I knew the letters. Go ahead. That's it. I knew the letters for sign language. That gotcha. was it. Yeah. So as we wrap this up. I want to bring it a little bit back more back to gaming as we close. I like to usually ask anyone that's newer to guest, what is 
Now, now we can all talk about what our favorite game was as a kid, but as an adult, is there a game or is or was there a game that you would say is your favorite or something that made you be like, okay, I'm back into gaming. Like, this is why I game. For me, uh, it's Mass Effect. Is kind of the thing that just like blew my mind, and it was it had been out for a couple of years when I finally played it. Is there? And I know Kia talks a lot about you know Dragon Age is yeah. is kind of her jam, so it's almost as we've got the same thing. Hers Dragon is Age just is my baby. Dragon Age, Dragon and then uh, uh, Mass Effect for me, same developer. But what about what about you guys? About you? Um, Skyrim. Definitely, I've played it, bought it when it came out, and I've been playing it the last ten years. My stomach's making. <laughs> um, but I can still just pick it up and play it, and just play through the whole game. I mean, it takes a lot of hours, but that's now. The have game you that beaten I- it on the Alexa yet? Because it's on the Alexa. No, I don't. Alexa? Yeah, if you have an Alexa, I don't. Uh, they made a joke about it, and turns out it's real. If you say, "Hey Alexa, let's play Skyrim," it's it's on there. I promise you. We don't have any. We it's don't, not. It's not game controller. It's all talking. That's we don't. Crazy. We don't have one of those. We have it on the Fire Stick. I'm gonna try it. You can just download the <laughs> oh, Alexa. Yeah. You can just download it on your phone. Yeah. Alexa is That's on the crazy. Fire Stick. I forgot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I never. I never fell out of game. And you know what? When when you first started playing Skyrim, it took me a while to get you into it. Yeah. It was one of our first apartments together. No, it was our house. Else. Yeah. Well, I tried to get her to play it. She's like, no, I can't play a game like that. I can't play a game like that. Got her on it, she wouldn't put it down. I could not get on the game system at all. She hogged it big time. Yeah, that, so that's that like a whole second life. That was yeah. me with uh, Dragon Age. Um, yeah, that was I can I can spend hours on Dragon Age and get lost. You have it's, it. Do I love it? Yeah, we recently bought Inquisition for our son. And he okay, that's play it. that's that's the third one. Um, yeah, no, I've played all of them multiple times uh, to the point that I've gotten every ending possible i've romanced everybody i could um (laughs) uh it's just i love the replayability and how different decisions can affect different things and uh so yeah dragon age has always been my uh my get lost in the world and holy man did you say yours is also skyrim or you have your own well i i love skyrim probably just as much as she does but i never never really took a break from gaming in the same sense that she did so I was always into it, um, but I think uh, I think Final Fantasy VII is definitely my favorite of all time. I can't I can't put that one down. I'm excited about the remake. I was gonna say, have you um, played the remake yet? I did, and I can't wait for the second part of it. I was kind of sad that it'll they were be here what in 2035 or something like that. Yeah, right. I am yeah. super <laughs> aggravated that they put it out in parts. I'm like, that's just. Mm. The I next game me. that really got me stoked about gaming was uh, Horizon, <gasps> Zero Dawn, and then Forbidden West. Yes. I, am in I haven't had a chance to play Forbidden West yet, but partway oh my... through it, I have to finish it. <sighs> so no, no Elden, no Elden Ring fans here. No one's a glutton for punishment. I have I've not tried that. I've never played the Dark Souls games either. Believe it or not. So I will. <laughs> I so them. I have played a little bit of Elden Ring. If you, if you. It is. I would say it's easier to get into than Dark Souls. They're not connected. You don't really have to know. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. It's crazy how open, really truly open world it is. It's almost like a more adult Breath of the Wild. Is it? 
Yeah, watch. I, I mean, I mean, you get you get you die a lot. You have to be okay with <laughs> dying die a, lot. a lot. I mean, you literally take five steps and you're dead. And you're like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't go that way or look at that <laughs> look at that enemy for five seconds. See, there's nothing wrong with those because you feel more accomplished when you when you beat it. Do you, you though? Beat a boss. Do you? Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, okay. I don't like. I, I don't maybe, maybe James doesn't, but the rest of us do. Listen, I, I'm already <laughs> slow enough in the in the multiplayer games. Now I need a uh, regular, an offline game to to humble me even more. Well, you know. I mean, I got Holy yeah. Man's kids over there beating me in Fortnite on a daily basis now, yeah, and I don't right. even know about. Not so I'm, now, I'm, Kane's already better than me in Apex. The only thing I got going for me is Tarkov. <laughs> that's until my friends actually learn the game and start getting better than me. Then I'm just back to being humbled again. Uh, I do want to give just, some shout outs. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try not to run my mouth anymore. Cause every time I do, they shoot me. Um, I do want to give some shout outs in the chat. We, we really do appreciate all of you guys coming by. I know some of you are from Holy man's uh, stream. So thank you. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we do record this podcast live every Sunday uh, around eight or nine o'clock central standard time. And I promise you, we are definitely going to bring Holy man and Alex back on as a guest in the future. As long as they're, they're excited and willing to, for all I know, they're like, no, I'm never doing that again. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it does look like, uh, let's see. God King says fable was mine. Adzi says Bioshock. U.S. Bopper likes chicken. Um, Alaskan Wolf is Minecraft. Now, Alaskan Wolf, it's funny, is actually my brother. He uh, refused to play Minecraft. I He thought it was the dumbest Minecraft thing ever. I did convince him to play it, and now he's like, when he plays Minecraft, Kia, imagine you times 100. <gasps> I love yeah, that Yeah, I told I him he should jump into your community. He would jump into your community, and you would be gone for, like, a couple of weeks and then come back, and, like, you would have, like, materials for everyone to build, and then he would make, like, fake setups. He would make, like, a Walmart for you guys and, and organize shelves. Like, you'd my be like, barn what have, I, I haven't streamed it in a while, <laughs> but I actually made my bakery barn uh, even bigger, and everything has its own chest now. Um, every wool color I have has its own chest. Um... It's, I went crazy and I still feel like I've ran out of room We've got, for, uh, for organizing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my people come in and they're going to be like, what is she? <laughs> I built a whole village next door to me. I built, um, I had like, I, I, for each, um, for each holiday, I do like a little, I, I make a decoration that I built like for Easter. I made this giant Easter basket, put a bow on it and everything. And then I went and hid 12 Easter eggs around the around my around my realm oh wow and uh i had one of one of the people went and actually he went and found all 12 <laughs> so um yeah so I'm yeah creative and then we've also <laughs> got uh ender and this is not a joke he's not trolling uh one of his favorite games is farm simulator he likes streaming it it seems to be very relaxing for him most of the time it's me just going drive over there go check out this thing what else does this look do um but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. And I, uh, Mrs. Shadow has jumped in as well. Thank you so much for stopping by, Rach. Uh, she's actually one of our our main moderator for the channel, uh, and I can attest that she is um, wasn't always a big gamer. And her uh, basically fiance got her into it. That's uh, Master Shadows that we play with, and mm -hmm. she bought my Switch off of me, and she one hundred percented Breath of the Wild. As, yes, a, she did. as a noob gamer, I, wow. I which remember is, that. yeah, which is funny because if we got Alex here, Alex, I'm sure you could tell her she, 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 if she liked that, she probably would like Skyrim then. 
she probably could jump okay. into it. Yeah, and she was. I know she was playing Destiny two there for a while. As she well. is playing Destiny two is. with with uh, with the guys. It is it is pretty awesome. funny to be in chat while they're trying to carry her who th carry her through <laughs> events. Uh, they do a lot I of hardcore uh, mode things and they try to carry her through. But then once in a while they'll be like, "I'm I'm dead. Can you come res me?" And then she'll res them, and they're like, "Oh oh." She came over and resume. They almost like it's like they don't know what to do. They're super shocked. So it, it's super cute and it, it is fun to listen. Um, I've that. definitely told them a few times they should stream it. I think people would get a big uh, a big kick out of that uh, yeah. as well. But listen, guys, I don't want to keep you all night. I, if it was me, we could probably talk for another hour and a half. So I would love to have you back in the future. Uh, if if you ever need help on or guest on your podcast, I'm sure Key would love to join in. I would. You've got Ender, Bob. You got a whole group of people. You're you're more than welcome to tap into anyone that's. That's in a part of the Last Choice Network team, um, but thank you guys, thank you guys so much. Do you guys have any closing remarks? Anything you guys want to shout out? If anybody wants to be on the show, Holy's Confessionals, just hit me up. Send me a message on Discord, on Twitch, Whisper, wherever you want to hit me up, because I'm always looking for new people to get on there, and we can talk about anything you want to talk about. What's your uh, also? What's your stream schedule like? What What's your stream schedule so that if anybody does want to come check you out over on Twitch, um, which his handle is underneath his. His uh, thing as well as his wife's. So if you guys want to check them out. But what's your schedule? So Sundays and Mondays, I start at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do Apex together. This is my Apex duo. Uh, so we stream together Sundays and Mondays. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern right now. Uh, that's when I do my Holy's Confessionals. So it's generally those three days. This week, however, I do have a special stream on Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this week, I am doing a, a community appreciation week. So my community has been so good to me. They raised enough money to get me a PS5 and this brand new Shure MV7 microphone. So <clears throat> I am taking tips and donations uh, through Streamlabs to give back to my community. I set a goal of 500 bucks. Uh, I want to get enough money to try to help as many people as I can get new pieces of equipment for their streams. So all week I'm collecting for that. And then this Saturday is the stream to cap it off. We're going from 4 p.m. Eastern until whenever I quit. Um, and if I hit certain goals on Saturday, I'm going to be trying some weird food combinations. Maybe that <laughs> new spicy Mountain Dew crap that they have out, you know, oh which I think sounds <laughs> absolutely awful. Sounds oh, yes. Disgusting. I found pumpkin spice uh, cup noodles as well oh. we'll try some of that so oh. i raise money for the community give back to them and do some dumb crap so that sounds awesome and alex what about you i'm not getting involved in any of that <laughs> whoa i love it i love it. i'm not getting involved i'm no mm -mm. there's nothing there's no channel points or any any kind of goals where you get to pie them in the face on stream or anything like that there's nothing weak Listen, I can tell we you right now that that, that, that entices someone that like me and Bobber to maybe, jump in and. Maybe, and what did I do the, the things at you for? Uh, that was a subathon. She she thought it was really fun. Every time I got a certain amount of subs, she came in the room and popped a popper at me. I love it. I love it. So my my room was, was covered. That's covered. Great. And <laughs> when's the next day. <laughs> when's the next garden stream? Hopefully this week, as long as the weather's good. Yeah. Um, I, so I started a business where I build people gardens, tend them, plant them, um, them advice throughout the year and help them maintain. So I have to finish up one of my gardens this week. So I'm hoping that I can do one maybe like Wednesday or Thursday oh, okay. after I finish hers. 
Fortunately, you'll probably have to be in our Discord server to stay up to date on that one, which you're more than welcome to join anybody. And what's the? Do you want to give the shot? Give a shout out of the Discord server. Yeah, I can do uh, that. Yeah, and actually, it's really easy. We uh, we don't have one of those crazy random numbers on it anymore either. It's uh, discord.gg backslash uh, congregation. If anybody wants to hop on in, you're more than welcome. All of you guys. And Kia, what about you? Any any closing remarks, or where can people find you? What do you got going on this week? Um, this week, oof, man, I don't think I have any plans for this week other than my normal Tuesday stream. Uh, we do we're going to do story stream, which is Dragon Age Inquisition, because that's what the series, the story series we're working on. Um, and then um, I usually start around six p.m. and go till at least nine, and then um, Thursday is my Apex night. So, yeah. And then Saturday, we kind of just... Saturdays are, is our whatever days. Saturdays are whatever I feel what like you're that, feeling. that day. You know, um, last few times it's been Fable. Um, so we've been playing Fable Anniversary. That was one of my old favorite games that my husband got me into on the Xbox. So, um, and now I have it on my PC because he gifted it to me because <laughs> it was on sale. And he's like, do you want it too? Because he bought it for himself. And then he was, I was like, well, you know, I, I know. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so he gifted me a Fable anniversary. So I've also been playing that on Saturdays. But Saturdays are definitely my days that are um, less structured. Um, it's kind of just whatever game I feel like playing that day. And I just go until I don't. <laughs> until i'm ready pop up saturdays yeah <laughs> yeah much. hey that works that works good though it makes it <laughs> exciting much. to check out um so you guys obviously you guys can find me on twitch at the 3j gamer uh i stream mondays wednesdays and thursdays from around eight till midnight central time uh it's typically tarkov you might see the occasional Fortnite stream as we try to you know take a break from being angry all the time uh, and, and goof off until that game makes us angry. We might move on. Uh, also, you can find any of our podcasts uh, on YouTube or any audio podcast platform. Uh, if you just look up, honestly, if you just look up Last Choice Network, all the podcasts will show up, whether it's the Last Choice on the left, which is horror, Kanich Yeehaw, which is our anime podcast. You've got the Scav Report podcast. Um, you've got uh, Parents vs. Gaming and the Last Choice Gamecast. And if I'm missing any out there I'm, uh, that I might be, I'm, I apologize to any of those teams working on those. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We are, of course, if you're listening to this on an audio platform, we are live on Twitch and my Facebook page on between 8 and 9 Central every Sunday. We'd love for you guys to come in and, and chat along with us. If you're here tonight for the first time, part of Holy Man's, I hope to see you guys again in the future. If anyone's interested as a parent or someone who just has some ideas on, on some of this stuff, Feel free to reach out to us, parentsfirstgaming at gmail.com, and let us know you want to be on the show. We'd love to have you guys. And with that being said, holy man, Alex, honestly, it was amazing meeting you guys. I can't wait to work with you guys a little bit more in the future and see some of your content coming up as well. So thank you guys very much, Kia. I hope you have a great night, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>